Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Sick Queen Wednesday. Guess who's on hold, though? Ryan Kelly. He's part of the Boys Club. Hey, Ryan Kelly. Hey, good morning, boys. How you doing this morning? What's the good word? The good word is your happy hour tomorrow. I can't wait. Doug, happy hour tomorrow. Well, what do you mean by that? You having drinks? I'm coming to see it, Doug. Oh, you are? Yeah, wear something nice. <laughs> Fabulous. Well, last time you said don't wear anything at all. Oh, Bill. <laughs> oh, Bill. Oh. I'm a new man. I'm a changed man. My wife doesn't like me talking like that. Oh, okay. I get you. <laughs> all right. So you're coming you in. Your, uh, your first cocktail's on me, sir. All right. Fabulous. Yep. Maybe your second, too. We'll see how the night goes. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. What are you boys up to today? Well, we're just talking about Bowling Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's going it? into the Bowling Hall of Fame, right? As he should. Well-deserved. Yep. Getting that ancient. Get in the hall, brother. Get in the hall. Thanks, buddy. Meritorious <clears throat> service. And we'll see you tomorrow night. First drink's on me. Wow. Okay, well... You're buying my drink. You got to buy Doug's too. So we'll just yeah. play that forward. No, you're buying Doug's, and I'll buy yours. Oh, well, that's fair. Maybe right. I have to buy that's yours. Do something. Who's buying mine? Boys, you ready for some football, man? I'm itching for some football. Uh, we are very bullish on the Missouri Tigers in this studio. That's what we believe. Doug thinks it's a national championship season. No, I don't. Cap? No, I don't. Well, I think every year we won't for that national championship, for Amen. sure. Wouldn't that be something? Oh, yeah. my goodness. <laughs> What's your team, Ryan? Who do you root for now? Well, you know, I'll root for Mizzou. Why wouldn't I? Go Tigers. Amen. Fight mm -hmm. Tiger. Fight. Tiger. Fight. 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 Um, have you guys been watching uh, the Netflix series, like uh, The Quarterback? Or I have watched that. Yeah. Hard Knocks? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I've seen it, too. I've, I've gotten into the uh, the quarterback one. I'm on episode three. I keep falling asleep. You know, I get so tired, you know, at night, and I turn it on, and next thing you know, I wake up. I'm like, oh, my gosh, shut this off and go to bed. But those programs like Hard Knocks with the Jets and the quarterback on Netflix, like, they got me itching, man. I'm ready for some football this year for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think Come we on. all are, especially in baseball going so sour. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to leave that one alone. But I'll tell you this. <laughs> Sorry. If you're excited about football <laughs> and you want to watch it in a new house, I can get you into the home of your dreams before the season even starts. Think about that. Go out there, get on Zillow, get on Realtor.com, call the number one agents in the world, your best friends, whoever it might be. Go out there and look at some houses. Still somewhat affordable right now, but all indicators show that housing prices keep going up. So think about this. Rates are a little bit higher, interest rates, but housing keeps going up. So maybe now is the perfect time to buy that house. And then we'll refinance you, you know, with no lender fees. Down the road, when rates come down. So think overall, you say you could save a lot of money. You buy now versus waiting a year or two, and then just do a refi when rates come down. You've got some questions on a house. If you've been thinking about a house, if your spouse has been telling you you need a new house, whatever it might be, let's just have that conversation. Let's talk through those options. Let's look at rates, payments, pre-quals, all those things, and I think you'll find out, like, hey, maybe now is the time, and RK is going to refi me at no lender fees when the rates come down, so what do I got to lose? I'll leave it there, boys. You can call the office. We'll chat with you. We'll work it all up, or you can go online to thehomeloanexpert.com. See you all tomorrow. There all right, he is, thanks, the great Ryan. Ryan Kelly, online at thehomeloanexpert.com. Think about that. Yeah. What do you think? I haven't seen him in a while. It'd be nice to see him again. Hmm? Ryan Kelly. San Antonio last week. He was on a San Antonio TV station talking about the climb. I just saw it on Facebook. Up, up and down Grand Canyon? Yeah. Nice. I don't think I could hack that. I don't think at any point in my life would I have taken on that challenge.
In my 30s, I probably could have. I don't know that you could have. You were a bowling guy. Sorry, boys. Thanks for the correction. Little delirious right now after being in your airspace. That's from the 314. Doug, what does that mean? Being in our airspace. You know, so spelled boys, Z. So many cryptic texts we get. They <laughs> make no sense. Yeah. Uh, hold on a second. We got here. Sorry for the late response. Boy, these are cryptic. I don't know what any of these mean. Sorry for the late response. Response to what? Sorry for the late response, but I was traveling and just caught up on last week's shows. Don't you ever go back and listen to last week's show? Hell no! What are you apologizing to us for? <laughs> you were talking about the best ass in the biz. Oh. One name left off that is a current performer. Her name is Anna Claire Clouds. Do you know Anna Claire Clouds? I don't know her either. There's 50,000 porn stars in the world. Like, Yeah. They're, they're... Oh, there's going to be a few that have good asses. Can we stop? Oh. Anna Claire Cloud on Twitter. That's interesting. Her name's Anna Claire Clouds, but she's that. Anna Claire Cloud on Twitter. It's like Chase Daniels. Is it Chase Daniel or Chase Daniels? Is it Anna Claire Clouds or Anna Claire Cloud? I think it could be either with Chase Daniel. People know who you're talking about. Well, we can't forget. Um, what's her name? I said thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, you did forget her because you oh, forgot huh. her name. <laughs> no. That was a good one, Doug. No, what's her name? She's a legend. Oh, Nina Hartley. Nina Hartley. Nina Hartley. Oh, thank you. yeah. And I meant that when I said best ass in the business. In her prime. I thought you were fooling around. <laughs> no, in her prime, it was great. Imagine and, being slayed for like 40 years of your professional life. She's had a run. Doug, yeah. she calls her ass homegrown, so I assume it's real. True Kate's is nice, but she recently mentioned that she had some sort of implants placed. That's from Josh Bob Bill. Well, thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, that was her. She was happy that I said that. Now, yeah. in her Peter prime, Wright. when she first started, and she was really big into tan lines, oh. Dillian Harper. Oh, God. The cutest little butt. And oh, the, yeah. And, the, and nice tan lines, too. <laughs> oh, Jackson's oh. getting nauseous. Oh, come on, Jackson. Well, the the, the phrase cute little butt yeah. is really kind of skeeving me why don't out. You, why don't you include yeah. that in Balloon Party somehow? What's wrong with hey? that? And I'll Venmo you 25 bucks. The sounds little like you're talking, cute little butt? Sounds like you're talking about a child or something. Well, it was a, kind of a small butt and was cute. Oh. Was Are like, you getting turned on by this? Yeah, I did back in the day. She Not was 25 so years old at the time, Doug. L- listen, do you, King? <laughs> King. Yeah. <laughs> she has 360,000 followers on Twitter. So don't say she's a random porn star, Plowhawk. That's from Josh Bob Bill. Like, if you watch the Canadian Football League, you go, oh, that guy may be able to play in the NFL. There's just a lot of athletes in the world. Right. There's just a lot of porn stars. In sure, the world. there are. You can't see them all. And yeah. it's a big world out there, too. With social media, it probably doesn't take a whole lot for a porn star to get 360,000. Yeah, that's kind of low for a porn star, actually. Madison Moores has a fat ass, but. I think it's a little critical. I don't. Who's Madison Moore's Doug? I think it's another Canadian one Football League. <laughs> Believe so. CFL. She with the Argonauts. <laughs> Rough Riders. I have a poem for you, Tim, to read in that angelic voice of yours. Okay. You talk about news. I like to bowl. Please, oh please, stick those fingers in my holes. Oh. Noir. It's from Pout Pouts Lanai. Yeah, that's a great one. <laughs> Pout Pouts Lanai. That sounds like a sign you should have over your lanai. Like people at the lake, Lake Home, they have that sign at Lake of the Ozark. You need pop, pop, pout, pouts, lanai. Hey, Darren, real talk. You like that, Doug, again? It's a real talk. I don't this like is going to be an intelligent take. Yeah, Great Nina good. Hartley drop. It proves you can find classic drops. So please, pull more of them. I know clip that off is convenient, but please... Please, just look a little bit. Thanks, Big Tough. Why don't you stop telling us how to do our show? He acts like looking the hardest part about it. Like, you saw what I just dealt with. Right. My computer has not worked for the first hour working. and 20 minutes of the show. It's down. Like. <laughs> and you know it's pretty easy. And, and granted, drops are a big part of the show. But if you want to hear drops so bad, you go to clip it off. You can just sit there and click, 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 and listen to what you want. Well, so isn't it better if it's heard in the context of the show yeah, and then I it kind that. of fits in, I like as opposed to just random? But he's not saying that. He said, play drops. He didn't say it in the context. He just wants to hear drops. If you I, if drops, you, go play them. If you go to YouTube and look at the first hour, if you just see me hammering space bar, yeah. getting up, getting underneath the table, it's not because I was looking for a drop. What were you looking for? That's not the hard part. Getting the computer working, the hardest part I've ever had. Oh. So it restarted twice. And you and think now it could working. be just a keyboard? I don't think it's the keyboard because I typed an email, but yet the space bar wasn't working on Adobe. So I did another uh, shutdown restart and it worked now. Huh. 
But it, yeah, the finding part isn't that hard, but no. there's half on Clip That Off, half on Adobe, and half in other folders. Well, Doug, now it's yeah. on to Memphis for the Munganass Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown. 70 golfers, what, 30 advance, Iggy? Is that the way that it works? Uh, 50. 50? Oh, and then 50 to 30 for Eastlake. Yeah. Got it. All right, uh, you do not like your roster this week. I don't. But when I like my roster, it usually roster. sucks, so I guess this will be good. Well, you get to pick it. Boy, I, I wish know, I could but, pick but mine. There's, it's a great field, and you try to get some 7,000 in there so you can stick a 9,000 in there, but I'm fading Scheffler, I'm fading Rum, I'm fading McElroy. They, okay. they really have never played well at Memphis. So. Yeah. They're having too much fun on Beale Street. Doug, we're doing it a little differently for your Ooh, selections. Do it, bad boys. Do it, do it, Before everyone's like, ah, no, Jack. Do it, bad boys. I didn't have time to cut out all the names this morning. So I've randomized the list of the 70 players that you can pick from, and you're going to pick one. You can pick any number one through 70. It's completely random. There's no magic to it. So this is still the same exercise. Oh, okay. So, but so it, you want me just to first. say a number, and you'll tell me the golfer that corresponds That's right. with that number. That's right. Okay. I think it'll be fun. Hayden okay. Buckley got in the top 70? Oh, good for him. Missouri guy. Okay. That's all I got. Thanks. He's got the box. Uh, we'll start in the 7,000s. Okay. I had to throw a couple in there. Um, and actually, Doug, I do like this pick. Oh, yeah. His last, you his last three events are a 7th, a 10th, and a 8th. Okay, he's hot. He's playing well going in. He's at 7,100. I'm going with uh, Emilio Grillo. Emilio Grillo. Okay. All yeah, right. he's, a, he's a good DFS selection because he's a real high ceiling guy. High, you know, he could win the thing, but, uh... Volatile, Doug. You always say he's volatile. I've never once time said that. Okay. Good. Okay, Somebody Jackson. Else. How about oh, how about six? Hayden Buckley. Okay. Wow, wow. We just talked about him. Okay. Fight, Tiger. And Jackson, if you could just text me his lineup when you get time. We just write it down. As no, we I don't say. have a pen. So. Text me. I'll talk dirty to you. Oh. Mm, well, you like can that. you can talk dirty and send me his thing. What would you like him to say that's so dirty? Mm. Mm, Doug's lineup is so hot and juicy. Ah. Oh, gosh. Uh, 7,700. Uh, guy's been playing so well lately, Doug. <laughs> oh, nice drop. Nice drop, Clousy. Was that take on me by AHA? Uh-huh? Are we playing Sounded Name like That Tune? Yeah. I kind of like it. <laughs> it was I guess so I, loud. I, guess I, I didn't stop YouTube, <laughs> so I'm like potting it up for a drop, and I guess it's... I tried to like sing a along. Kept pl- like a song kept playing, like four songs. It's a very high note, I tried that to sing along with it in the car once and, and damaged my vocal cords. Yeah. You can't uh, hit that high note. I mean, that guy hits that high note. He, he, st- he still goes out and performs it. I've seen that. Just I've remember to close YouTube. I'll be gone in a day. And when he goes to in a day or two, when he goes to two. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah. He uh, comes out at the end of the uh, Christina Aguilera Pitbull song and does that. Just I that know. high note. Yeah. Dude. There it is again. I guess we could hear that. Can we hear the high note? Dude, my computer that? is like absolutely. It's just going. playing random aha. Well, no. Tunes. Typically, it doesn't play videos like with like when I'm trying to play drop, so I have to right. close YouTube out completely. Okay. And it's paused. Okay. We're good. Gosh. Dude, this is wild. Only thing louder than that screw up is Iggy's phone. That's from Mister Six Three Zero One One. Doug, as mm. you noted earlier, he has a fast golf. Well, the card. drops and everything on the computer come through one pot. Yeah, well, my phone so. hasn't gone off in like seven months, so way to pay attention. Robert <laughs> Kingsley. Swope is going to be on top of that. Um. <laughs> anyway, back to my guy. I think yeah, he, followed, back to you. he followed up his <laughs> win with a second place finish. He's been playing well at seventy seven hundred. I'm going with Sepp Straka. Are you the bastard? Yep. Best bastard, Sepp Straka. Straka. Doug, bastard James Hahn. Uh, 44. Sam Burns. Sam Burns. Well, Doug, you went with Sam Burns there. You know, here's a guy who could be on the outside looking in of the Ryder Cup if Zach Johnson goes with Justin Thomas and Ricky Fowler, even though they're not in the top 12. Oh, yeah. Did you pick Burns because he may have to play well this week to play in Rome in September? No. Plowsy just said picks a number in the 40s. That's what I thought. I just, just, I just tried. I'm sorry, Doug. Sam right. Burns a decent pick. Seems like it, yeah. You want to keep him? Well, oh, yeah, sure. Sam Burns as well. Because at 8,100, I'm going with Sam Burns. Sam Burns! Oh, you copy off me. What do you think, Doug? You gonna well, I picked mine last night, them? so. You know these 4-for-4s uh, four and 5-for-5s five aren't working for you, so you may what want you to mean? pick another because it'll just cancel out. 
Last week we had two of the same players, so you played me four on four. I think you need to go six on six. I you actually, want me to get rid of Burns, don't I you? Actually think, yeah, it's very suspicious. I think I'm with Iggy on this one, though. It gives you a better the chance. The strategy of, that you've had in the past is to keep the player that Iggy has had, and it hasn't worked. Well, maybe I'll see what team I get in. If I, if I want a better player, maybe I'll get rid of him then. Good strategy. All right. Whatever you want to do, you've lost like ten weeks in a row. Ah! Okay, don't get sorry. I haven't lost ten in a row. Ah! We've lost six in a row for sure. Uh, I'll take I'll take number twenty-five. Bo Hostler, the Bo Show. Well, okay. we talked about Bo Hostler yesterday with Aaron Grimes, who played a lot with Bo Hostler, Patrick Cantley, Xander Shoffley, and Max Homa. He's an LA guy. Yeah. Bo Hostler's uh, caddy is Big Wave Dave. I like that. Big name. Wave Dave. Bo like Hostler's kind of, isn't he kind of trending right now, Doug? Did you go with him because he's trending? Is he the one with the mother who's attractive? Well, I go back to off. when he was 14 years old and played in the U.S. Open. She was following him, and she was attractive. That was, you know. Maybe that's where I heard it. 15 years ago. And his okay. shoulder flew out of the socket. Yeah, well, he's, uh, sorry, got she's a thir- lost her looks. 13, 6, and 26 in three of his last four events. Now, his most recent one, Doug, was a 132nd. Does that con- concern you when you make that pick? Nah, I don't care. I just threw out a number. <laughs> uh, the guy at 8,300, Doug, I'm going to ride him until he falters. Ooh. Because oh, yeah, he is up. playing so well. Bill, uh, Bill, 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 Bill. This is a course, Doug, where it's not going to really favor the long hitters because there's going to be some rain. Uh, a lot of dog legs, uh, so guys are won't be trying to crush the ball, and he puts it in the fairway. Who did you pick? Went with Brian Harmon. Okay. Oh, it's waggle season. He hasn't played since the Open, and he's well-rested. Okay. How's his mother look? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Yeah. A beautiful wife, though. I expect they all do. Every, <laughs> I think Why does right. it work that way? Every golfer has a well, beautiful rich, wife. Rich, young, professional athletes. Imagine them having a hard time finding an it's attractive It's interesting that spouse. it does work that way. Yeah. Uh, I'll go 14, please, Jackson. Oh, Ken Boyer. Cam Young. Okay. That's a good pick. Well, he hasn't done s- squats since he... Don't rain on my pick. <laughs> got, got his new caddy. You're down on his caddy. Yeah, the caddy's the reason. Yeah, well, his caddy, caddy left Webb Simpson because he was playing badly. And the kettle. Cam Young picked him up, and this caddy thinks he is the S. I mean, Cam Young can't do anything without this guy in his ear talking to him, telling Locking. him what to do. He's got his last three events, he's got a sixth place finish and an eighth place finish. Yeah, but not for so him. Last year he had like eight second place finishes. <laughs> Rookie of the year, and I think he finished runner up like six times last year. Has he not won on the tour yet? No. I think I heard that. That's surprising. That is correct. That is correct, Bill. Got the talent, man. I love cameo. Uh, where am I at here? Um, guy playing well. Doug, he's got to win eventually. Fascinating Danny story Tim. about another. <laughs> the guy has got to win eventually. He's playing so well. I'm going with Tommy, Tommy, Fleet, Fleet. Tommy, Tommy, Fleet, Fleet. Boy, okay. does he have. He has been playing four of his last five events, top tens. He does have a fourth place finish at this event. Doug, you remember in 2019, Tommy... Tommy Fleet Fleet. Yeah. It's between him and Morikawa, and Morikawa has just kind of been hit and miss lately. Okay. Uh, I'll go with 66. 66. You get Vince Norman. Oh, oh you got good. Him. Well, he got his first tour win. Yeah, uh, was that at the Barracuda? You were going to get so I had him. Long. I had him in my uh, team. I definitely picked, repicked that Sam Byrne pick if I were you. Well, what's wrong with Vince Norman? Nothing. Uh, okay. And my final pick, I mean. Um, oh, I mean. Every week you look at him, you think he's, he's throwing clubs, he's talking to himself, and you figure he's in last place, he's in fifth. I'm going with Terrell Hatton. Okay. Doug, uh, you know, that's a player who handles adversity uh, externally. Mm-hmm. Some players just try to internalize it and move on, and and he's a player who'll get frustrated out there. Does that bother you? <laughs> no, I don't care at all. <laughs> uh, I'll go with 57. 57, Doug, that will get you J.T. Poston. The postman, okay. the postman. Ah, yes, the postman. postman. And his uh, his caddy can sing. Oh, can he really? Yeah, Aaron Fleener. Oh, I'd like to hear that. Doug only left 7,000 on the table. Doug, your team is so bad. I don't mind this team. You know, you can trade in Chan Burns. Maybe you'll you get want one. me to, don't well, you? You might, you might get one of those 11,000 guys. You might get Scheffler. Yeah, or I might get someone worse. Now, if you get rid of Burns and you pick somebody, you can't drop that guy and pick somebody you else. You don't get to make the you rules. You can't keep picking until you get who you want. Sure I can. No, because you're out of players. You just told me not to pick Burns. I said if you, I have Burns. So, so if you want to take you want to take him out, you can. No. But you can't keep picking until you get somebody you want. Oh, sure. Doug, are you set in stone on your team? 
Sure. All right. Jake Eaton Burns. But wow. just for hypothetical reason, what number would you have picked to replace Burns now that you're locked in? Eleven. Maybe see what you would have. Eleven, you would have gotten Luke Glover. Okay, good pick. Nice. Yeah, so you won that. I knew what week. I was doing. Isn't that kind of a fun thing to do, though? Fun, 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 fun. F-U-N, fun. Yeah, and finished third last year. Numbers. Good Guys, times. I just want to make sure I heard this correctly. <laughs> he hasn't been good since he got a new caddy, except for two top tens in his last three events. Brilliant analysis for the bitter, breathing, vicarious, lip-smacking, shellfish chef. That's oh. from Beer Cats Doug. He won the Milagro Tequila Lister of the yes, Month. Yes, he did. Well, I'm picking up South African lobster tails today, so that's shellfish for you. So you're um, the loser. <clears throat> What's yeah. it make? Well, is there a difference between lobster tail and the South African version of it? Sounds better yeah, to say South African. No, South African is probably the best lobster tail you can get. Why would that be any better than Maine? <laughs> I don't know. It's just, well, Maine is usually a lobster. Yeah, when I want lobster, that's what I want. You're cutting, you're cutting the <laughs> tail off. You still have the claws. <laughs> South African lobster tail is like a spiny lobster. There's no claws. It's just a tail. Well, I don't eat the claws. You don't eat claws on lobster? No. You're kidding me. You want me to eat the claw with the pincers on there? No. Pincers. I have pincers. There's meat in there. I don't mm. eat it. Eat oh my, my meat and my pincers. Almighty. I won't. I'll eat the tail. That's oh it. Oh, my God. You want me to eat the claws? Uh... Well, that's great meat in there. I'm not eating I've it. never, you're the first person I ever heard that gets a lobster and doesn't eat a claw. Oh, baloney. Lop, lobster claw and knuckle is usually what's in lobster rolls. Mm, so if you ever had a lobster roll, you've had uh, dined on that claw, boy. Don't say boy. I, I don't know why I did it. I, just I mean, it's just well, like. Usually you order a lobster tail. You don't order the lobster well, if you claw. order a whole lobster, you're getting two big claws, too. Look, Peacemaker had the best lobster roll in boy, the game, Peacemaker bro. is the. The bread. And I am a fan. And then you're right, you're right near Danny Packer, too. Yeah. Really? Nope. The bread they use. Well, I agree with you, freaking I love man. that peacemaker. And I think they got crinkle cut fries. They do. <sighs> God. Their mussels and oysters, everything. Yeah. Just, oh, like, if you're eating healthy like that, doesn't it kind of ruin it when you get order French fries with it? Well, you're not. I mean, I, I, I mean, I drown that lobster roll in butter and. I wouldn't say it's anywhere close to healthy after yeah. I get done. The way to make it healthy is by going to Ted Drew's right afterwards. Oh, yeah. You're right by that South oh, Grand yeah. location, or you can go to Chippewa. It's up to you. Uh, yeah, you're going to get that uh, Cardinal Sin. That's what I'm getting. God, I really might do that. I love that. I'm gonna, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go heavy smoke. you got to go way out to, like, St. Peter's. St. Peter's, yeah. and then I'll drive to the Come south back. side. Yeah. No, a lot then, of driving uh, for you. It is a lot of driving, but I don't have anything going on today. Certainly worth got, it. I got a lot of sound story stuff, but I can tend to that while I'm in the car. I can tend to that while I'm in the car on the, yeah. on the phone. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I really might do that. Well, you I'm should. I'm going to fatten up for the slaughter. Yeah, you, know you I mean? should. And then stop by the house. I'll give you a lobster tail. Stop by what house? Your house? Claw- yeah, you don't have a house. It's an apartment. I'll cook a lobster <laughs> There's not even a place you. to sit. Yeah, I'm running out of places to go. I'll sit Native American style. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a TikTok uh, gal that I watched that she cooks in her dorm room on this little pot that already has, like, an automatic heater on the bottom. It's almost like you just turn it on on the handle. And that it's not a, be a hot plate. They're not allowed in dormitories. Oh, well, probably not allowed, but she cooks some gumbo, some lobster tail. She cooked a crab. Yeah. All on bedside on her dorm. She do it naked? No, you can't what? see her. You can just see her hands and the food being cooked, but yeah. she... Is a pro. It looked really good. Remind me a lot of what Iggy would do if he was in a dorm room for his cooking show. Lobster tail, simple. I just crack it open, butterfly it, and throw it on the grill for five minutes. So Ted Drew's has been open on on Grand since 1931. Guess what that is? The oldest frozen custard stand in the world. I bet. I'm coming up on 100 years. I'm telling you. And uh, they have the Cardinal Sin, and they have that City Red, which is new this year for the Dowkies. And that City Red is Ted's famous frozen vanilla custard. With maraschino cherries, coconut flakes, and dad's scotch oatmeal cookies mm. all mixed together to give you a delicious taste. To Ted Drew's on Chippewa and South Grand. You know what it is? Really what? is good, guys. And, and gals. gals. Think so, about that. So there's a chance Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig probably stopped there after a Cardinal game. I would assume. Possibly. You know, I'm the, operating on that premise. The move is when we go to the Chippewa location, we'll order our ice cream, but we'll walk around that block, which is beautiful. You know, the, those houses behind... You know, the Ted Drews on Chippewa, you right. walk around there. So you kind of burn, you know, you're enjoying one of the best ice cream in the world, but you're also kind of burning a little bit of it off, kind of looking around the, you know, the city neighborhood. So right. I think that's the move. And, and so efficient. Park is nearby. That's so right. efficient. You stop by Grubbin Groove. Yeah. There and if is. you drop it, it's no big deal. It's not going to come out of that cup. Uh, Jackson won't be able to do it, though, because two weeks from now, he's going to be in Las Vegas. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Gosh. Look at me now, Doug. Circa. 
Circus sports book. What baby. are you doing to get ready? You working out? Yeah, everything? what are you doing? It's going to tanning companies? Or? Yeah, I'm I'm continuing my cut. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. We're on like a eight month cut at the moment. And so continuing that and I'll be ready for the hashtag pool. And uh, I'll also be ready for the two major contests they have over at Circa Sportsbook with $14 million in guaranteed mm. prizes. And there's no rake. So if the entries go above that guarantee, all extra money will go to the prize pool. First up, Circa Millions. Six million in guaranteed bill, prizes. Bill, bill. It's 1,000 per entry, max of five entries per person. You must register in person at Circa Sportsbook in Nevada. Pick five teams against the spread every week. The winner takes home $1 million. Mm. There are quarterly and season-long prizes to go along with it. They also have the Circa Survivor Pool with $8 million guaranteed to the winner or winners. 1,000 per entry, max of 10 entries per person. Pick one team straight up every week to win. If that team loses or ties, the entry is eliminated. You can only pick each team once in a season. Go 20-0 or be the last person standing to win. Up to $8 million guaranteed. That's over at Circa Sportsbook with $14 million in guaranteed prizes. And how about that? Great reason to go to Vegas because you got to do this in person, right? Yep, must register in person, but then you'll uh, get a proxy. and then they'll Oh, you're going to get a heads. proxy? You can use my guy. He's a good guy. He's a good fella. Yeah. It might be more fun just to go out there and do it yourself. Yeah, yeah. every week. It's yeah. cost-effective. <laughs> Run the p and and see what <laughs> yeah. you come up with. Right. Yeah, but plenty of people will be heading out there before the football season starts. Sign up, man. Well, sure. once uh, once you win your million, then you go and uh, celebrate by going to Glen Vets Jewelers, Doug, because now you're on Manchester, about a mile yeah. east of uh, 270 in Manchester into Pear. And that's Craig Betts. That's David Betts. That's the third and fourth generation of the Betts family. Glenn Betts Jewelers in business in St. Louis since 1941. The Glenn Betts difference is you are served personally, not sold. Glenn Betts Jewelers develops relationships through generations of your family, too. They get to know your likes, your lifestyle, and who and what you love. Those are the three L's. It's glennbettsjewelers.com, G-L-E-N-N-B-E-T-Z, jewelers.com. Located one mile east of 270 on Manchester and Pear. In the jewelry business, there is good, there is better, and then there is Betts. Be nice if they had a jingle. They have one. Good, better, best. Never let it rest. Tell your good is better and your better is bets. Ah! The Bets family passion for serving their customers has been passed down from generation to generation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, I didn't watch the Cardinal game last night. I don't know if I will watch a Cardinal game the rest of the year, to be real honest with you. But my understanding is Chip Carey and Brad Thompson joined in the broadcaster solidarity for Kevin Brown, the Orioles broadcaster. Let's take a listen, shall we? I'd like to. Go ahead, Plowsy. Hit the lever now. Coming up now, bub. Number one. I think the big challenge for the Rays going forward, Brad, is A, they're playing in the East where they've lost, I think, 270 consecutive games to the Orioles. But only three games back, they're going to be without Shane McClanahan, who we were told right before game time today, it's unlikely he's going to pitch again this season as he tries to sort out a forearm problem. Yeah, it's going to be difficult for them. And, you know, look, the the Orioles are playing good baseball. They can do no wrong at this point. (laughs) I I sense sarcasm. Dude, the chant at the Orioles. There was a chant last night during the game, free Kevin Brown. You could hear it. It was audible on the broadcast. I don't know that I remember a broadcaster ever getting a, a more raw deal than that one. And Buster only, like, tweeted out a great point, which I kind of brought up yesterday, was Kevin Brown has such an upper hand in any sort of negotiations, whether he has with the Orioles or any other team. Like, I realize this two and a half weeks is probably a little tough for him, but, man, this dude has made so much money. The publicity, everybody's on his side. He can do no wrong. I don't know where the money's coming in, though. Because I think his contract, I, I don't know, I think Butler only talked about Kevin Brown maybe getting an extension or asking for an extension because maybe a contract is currently up. Yeah, that could be. Or maybe he won't get it. Maybe the owner will say, no, I don't like that guy. Now he's popular and I'm even less popular. Forget him. I don't know how they're going to handle it. Uh, Kevin Brown is 33. A gentleman, I don't this guy, I guess, covered the Orioles and maybe he started his own... Kind of like a substack. I don't know. Dan Connolly's his name. 
I was reading this column because he has a lot of experience with the Angelos family. Um, and, uh, you know, the Angelos family has not said that any of this reporting has been inaccurate. I still, I still go, I can't believe that the guy was suspended for that clip that we have, we've played on this show. We played on Balloon Party and you've most likely at this point seen. Um, so he, he wanted to give some context to what the Angelos experience is like. Uh, and so he wrote a column talking about it. Uh, he says, uh, this club's lost 108 or more games in three or four seasons from 2018 to 2021. Kevin Brown or any other broadcaster or journalist can't tell the full story about the 2023 Orioles without all the facts, good, bad, otherwise. And that brings us to another pattern, a truly odd one. Angelos, directly, and through a few members of his, quote, senior leadership team, have stressed to employees that negatives and even some positives about this franchise in the past decade or so should be eliminated from on-air discussion. Just act as if the recent past didn't exist. Seriously. <laughs> One examples? For several years, Orioles team broadcasters at times were told not to mention names of former club greats who had left the team. They were not allowed to discuss Manny Machado, Buck Showalter, Brady Anderson, or Adam Jones, among others. The point was to keep the focus on the present club. According to multiple sources, ownership was so adamant about that policy that in 2021, MASN broadcasters were told not to mention how the team acquired starting pitchers Dean Kramer and Bruce Zimmerman since they were the returns in the 2018 fire sale that signaled the Orioles' full rebuild. MASN didn't want to call additional attention to the fact that they had traded Machado to the Dodgers and Kevin Gossman and others to the Braves. Just have the fans think that they parachuted down to Camden Yards. <laughs> if uh, MASN employees mention the taboo ex-Orioles or former staff, they could be scolded, sometimes harshly, by higher-ups. It wasn't just a rule for broadcast. Social media accounts were studied, and tweets, posts, and even likes were pulled if they were deemed either too negative or too appreciative of former Orioles. The only exception is MASNsports.com stories, which to some degree are viewed as independent of their other media outlets. Using previous stats, even negative ones, to paint a story appears to be acceptable in the print form. If all this seems mind-spinning and hypocritical, it is. And that brings us to the most disturbing pattern in this sordid tale, the John Angelos fear factor. Angelos is solely in charge of the Orioles, though his parents, Peter and George, are the majority owners. His father, Peter, who bought the team in 93, is now 94 and incapacitated due to poor health. The Angelos' other son, Louis, sued his brother and mother in 2022, alleging they conspired to push him out of the family business, businesses and squandered millions of his father's fortune. The suit was settled this February, and although details were not made public, John Angelos remains the unilateral decision-maker for the ball club, and Lewis has no active role in the club. John also is the sole decision-maker with MASN, which is majority owned by the Orioles and broadcast both Orioles and Nationals games, an agreement brokered by Peter Angelos and MLB when the Nationals moved in the Orioles' territory in 2005. Because of this dual role in what was supposed to be separate entities, John Angelos has no checks and balances besides his hand-picked leadership team created in 2019. One of the lawsuits, for instance, alleges he gave himself a raise as president. One source believes it was in the 3 to $5 million range to make up for perceived lost wages. In the past few years, he has been at the center of some bizarre decision-making, which included being the last MLB franchise in 2022 to send both its radio and TV teams back on the road. How about that? In 2022, <laughs> they were still doing remote broadcasts. <laughs> Save a buck. After the 2020 pandemic, hiding behind, quote, health concerns when it was clearly economic. Bailey's did that, by the way, back in the day. Uh, also in that time, MASN fired its longtime executive producer and later brought him back temporarily as a consultant. Parted ways with popular play-by-play -play announcer Gary Thorne over a contract dispute, but paid a salary in 2020 without allowing him to return to the broadcast booth and dismissed Wagner, the Camden Yards public address announcer, hours before the 2021 home opener because of what was perceived as a series of critical tweets about the Orioles and previously the Baltimore Ravens. Angelos's unchecked behavior also included a decision earlier this year to reissue a press release of limited scope simply because it initially didn't have Angelos's name in the headline. 
And, of course, there was his vitriol-spewing refusal to answer my and other reporters' questions about his intentions with the team and its expiring lease. Their lease is up at Camden Yards in five months. Uh, during a news conference, he called on Martin Luther King Jr. Day this year to announce the organization's involvement in a local scholarship program, despite confirmation from the Orioles' PR department the night before that Angelos would take questions that day. So there is a little history of John Angelos, yeah. uh, what is called Broken Promises, bullying and iron fist declarations of positivity only vibes or else i've been rooting for the orioles this year but now that i hear all that i don't know if i want to know i know i kind of feel the same way it's kind of like stan Kroenke. they've got their own stan Kroenke. or you know who it reminds me of more is the bidwells who were orphans plucked out of an orphanage by their wealthy parents and wound up suing their parents so they would get one got control of the chicago cardinals which moved to st louis one got control of arlington park racetrack just completely out of touch morons who are now in charge of this billion-dollar empire that they have and are just doing everything they can to, to get everybody to hate them. It, it seems like you almost are trying to get people to dislike you. Just for the life of me, but I guess if you don't care, you're slightly, you know, you're dealing with a chemical imbalance or something that you just don't even think to tend to the PR of this. I mean, this has been now going on for 72 hours. You know? Yeah, but just to tell people you can't bring up our history? Can't say Manny Machado's name? Who does that? John I mean, who Angelos. does that? That sounds like what you do in communist China or Russia, <laughs> doesn't it? I mean, does anyone care? Does anyone going to think less of the Orioles, because less than they already did, because they made some bad trades or had some superstars that got away? If you're an Oriole fan, you just are. You stick with your team, and now you're, you're supposed to be real happy about their success now. But now you've got this lunatic owner who's raining on everybody's parade. John Angelos. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guys, we need Stephen Wildwood to infiltrate Baltimore sports talk and leave a mic trap about this Angelos clown. That's from Big Tuft. Oh, I know his dad, Peter, made his money by suing companies who had asbestos in their buildings. Uh, He made a fortune suing people for asbestos. Why don't we do it real quick? Oh, I think it's still fusion. I think that's Nuclear what the big money is. What is he doing, is. living in all these buildings? Is he living in the buildings? How could he sue? He was a lawyer on behalf of oh, people who did asbestos-related. Oh, I just said he just, just went up and sued people. Hey, you got asbestos. I'm suing you. Yeah, that was his specialty. Oh, he's a lawyer. Okay. He is, was a lawyer and sued businesses on behalf of, I guess, people who either got sick or claimed to get sick from the asbestos. So ambulance made chaser. A, made a fortune doing that. Maybe he should get into it. Get into it again. Sue those people with the, what was the water thing? Lejula? Camp Lejeune. Camp Lejeune. <laughs> I get those emails every day. Yeah. Or Lejeula. Some people call it Lejeula. <laughs> I knew it was an L. <laughs> oh, brother. It's, it's so often that the second or third generation of people who are mega rich just turn out to be such bizarre people. Yeah. Because they just don't live in the real world and never did. Yeah. Usually the guy who makes the money, the guy or the woman who makes the money, are, are, are solid people who worked hard, smart people, figured it out, did really well. But if you, if you grow up with that silver spoon in your mouth and it never comes out and you don't have any real-life experiences like the rest of us, it's got to be, it's gotta be hard to, to think like normal people. So one of the theories, and I don't know if we've discussed this on this show or if this is something I read relatively recently... Uh, and it may have been in one of the books about uh, the about the city of St. Louis's history, but I can't recall which one it was. That one of the things that caused St. Louis, all due respect, of course, because I do think we have the best fans. Oh gosh, yeah. Um, an MLS team is that to, to to go on a downward trajectory is St. Louis when it had its rise outside of the Chicago Railroad situation, but it went at its rise and then really thrived until, I don't know, when people would point to as when it started to turn, perhaps the 60s business-wise. Yeah, that's when the population started to decline. Um, Is that you had a bunch of brilliant entrepreneurs who also were committed to the growth of the region, you know, taking care of, you know, the greater good, uh, so to speak, what they perceive to be the greater good, that's oftentimes subjective. And then when they would pass on, and they were millionaires, millionaires certainly, perhaps more, although certainly different dollar values 60 years ago, but either way, then their children would inherit them, 
and then their their children would inherit them, and those children and those grandchildren were not necessarily as driven, qualified to lead. And so as businesses in St. Louis got passed down, the gene pool wasn't strong enough to keep the thing going in the right direction, and it, we uh, thinned out, so yeah. to speak. But you know what else has happened is we don't have that civic progress anymore. Yeah. It used to be there was a handful of the, na- of the is, yeah. city's top business leaders and owners would get together, usually behind closed doors, and without government interference, get things done. You may not have liked everything they did, but they got things done. And those guys have all passed away now, and there isn't that, that group anymore that, that, can, that can do it. And we've seen the city almost collapse in front of our eyes. I don't know. I'm pretty high on the leadership in the area. Well, I, I'm not. Okay. I, there okay. are people like Andy Taylor doing his damnedest to do everything he can to help bring it back. And I, I applaud them, all the people building the, the, the foundry and redoing the armory and the soccer stadium. Thank God someone's making an effort. They are. I, it, it's an uphill climb for sure. I don't know if they'll ever get there to where the city once was, but... There are some people still trying to make it happen, but there I, are. I'm not, just not sure there's enough of them. One of my favorite neighborhoods in the city is Delmore Loop, and Joe Edwards has done tremendous work with everything down there. Whether well, that's a the, new city. Yeah. So what? Well, it's not, it's not the city of St. Louis or downtown. Well, I just thought you were talking about St. Louis in general. Well, the surrounding areas are still doing fine. It's the city, the downtown. That's but we need more Joe apart. Edwards in the world that want to go downtown and start doing things and... I mean, Kim Tucci tried to do tremendous things for this city, and he was never listened to. I mean, he tried to... You know why we don't get any movies here? Because all the other big cities that do movies have tax breaks. And Kim uh, had connections that a lot of movies wouldn't come film here, and St. Louis wouldn't give him a tax break. Yeah. And you would have all of this film crew in your town for five, six months spending money. Isn't that a Missouri thing, not a St. Louis thing? Well, it could be. Probably. (laughs) That's why Georgia gets still so trying much. to get things Georgia, done. Uh, Georgia gets huge breaks. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Ozark was filmed in Georgia. Right. Yeah. And we couldn't even get that. The loop is in you city, you schmuck. I know it is. It's worthy as furious. <laughs> I was just talking about people that, that do things and get things done. And I'm not talking about a certain area. I've been told that the, the big time movers and shakers don't even ask the city government for help because there's so much politics involved. All they want is say, we, we give us the permit to do this. Give us the permit that we need to build the stadium or this business or whatever. Just we don't want your money. We don't want your advice. We don't want anything except the permit because they know what's going to happen if you get St. Louis City government involved, they which get a lot is of usually you, nothing. A lot of trolley uh, texts are coming in. Um, that just as an example, Blake's yeah, right. that oh, Edwards, he's great. He did really well with the loop trolley. That's from the Glumpy Lodger. Oh, well. Oh, yeah, pick up one thing there. How about yeah, the, how about the Moonrise Hotel? Yeah, how about the pageant? How about Silver so Hall? There. How about Blue Bear Hill? Yeah, you can't trash him. He's done so much. How about the St. Louis Hall of Fame walkway and yeah. all those people there? Just, the, the trolley hasn't worked out. Yeah, but every, almost trolley. everything else he did, his stride has worked out. Always bitter. You can't, you can't, t- you can't <laughs> take the good. What do you you got to pick one thing. Yeah. Hey, trolley, idiot. Ah. Ah. I, don't know, I don't know that they say ah at the end of their sentences, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, nobody bats a thousand, but the fact that there are some people out there in the arena actually doing it, fighting the battles, and we're not. I give them all the credit in the world for trying to trying to keep the city going best they can. You hit the nail on the head. On top of that, my business partner, Mr. 10,000, always points out that by the time the business is handed to the third generation, they almost always sell and cash out, and then they just sit on their piles. That's yep. from Mr. Licks. His business partner, yep. Mr. 10,000, very active. Well, just because your your dad or your mother or your grandfather was a brilliant businessman doesn't mean you're going to be. Well, doesn't mean yeah, you have, have the aptitude to do it. Doesn't make you a bad person. It's just you don't, you know, there's a lot of former superstar athletes who kids whose kids can't play sports. It just happens. I mean, you got to really be be bright to be able to deal in the kind of business circles that we're talking about. Well, maybe some people in their family didn't want to get into that business. I mean, I don't know for a fact, I'm just guessing, but Don Breckenridge was the hotelier in St. Louis at the time. Don't say hotelier. I mean, he had (laughs) fabulous hotels. I worked in one of them. Yeah, front Uh, And then as he got older, and I think right before he passed away, but he he sold the hotels, 
because I don't know if his wife or his kids wanted to get into that business. And yeah. There's nobody to run his hotels. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of, uh, not a lot of, but some Bush children who had no interest at all in going into the beer business. Yeah. And didn't have to because they already were sitting on $100 million. Yeah. Revisionist history, but I think this all of downtown's woes would have been avoided with that Rascal Flats bar. Uh, that's from Carlos Spicy Leader. That would have brought him in for sure. For sure it would have. And yet we didn't get it. It's St. Louis County, but Boeing is trying to build a new facility close to the airport. Could bring 500 new jobs. Fill the peacock. Oh, I hope so. I'm guessing that won't pan out. I took a tour of Boeing a month or two ago. Yeah, Big Al get you in there? No, my son works there. They had a family day where they, it's really impressive. Get I guess not just anybody can walk around. Yeah, they show you where they make the planes and everything. Really fascinating. No other story beyond that. That's just where, all, as far as it's going, really. That's not downtown, though, Doug. No, that's at the boom. airport. <clears throat> boom. There by the airport. Boom, 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 boom. I wish it was downtown. I wish UMSL was downtown. Get some college kids, get, pump some energy into downtown. I wish St. Louis U was more downtown instead of West End. I don't think they're moving these places. I just wish we had something to bring younger folks downtown. Maybe bring downtown closer to SLU. I mean, SLU's fairly close to downtown. It's... Well, you can't move the arch or the stadiums, really. You just start moving things t this way. Well, it's going that way. Things are definitely moving west, not just in the city, but farther out. St. Uh, Charles, Chesterfield. Chesterfield's booming. Uh, Orson Woods Wacko also has a business story, just like Mr. Licks, Doug. Okay. He, uh, he yeah, says, like business story. Doug, I recently sold my Kansas City branch, and I immediately deployed that capital into Florida because there were too many opportunities in St. Louis. So I not only screwed Kansas City, but I also screwed St. Louis. Because there were too many opportunities, or all I can do is read. All I can do is all I can do is read what's in the teleprompter. And Florida again, you get those tax breaks. There's no state income tax. Who's his business partner, Mister Twenty Thousand? I don't know. I didn't mention a business partner. I don't know if he's a if he's got a sole situation there. If he's got a partner like Mister Licks and Mister Ten Thousand. That, that one percent earning tax in the city—it doesn't sound like much, but it has to be a factor. If you're a huge multi-million dollar business and everybody has to pay a 1% earnings tax, the business has to pay that, why, why would you want to do that? I'm moving downtown next month. I'll get to work and bring this sucker back. That's from Beer Cats, and he well, did thanks. win the Lago Tequila yeah. Listener of the Month in January, so I guess he's live. Well, he's building. making big ketchup marrying bucks. That, build, that building he lives in is not downtown, so. What building is it? You know where he lives? Yeah, he posted a picture of it. Where is it? <laughs> Where is it? It's if you're going down 40, I think it's right before Kings Highway. It's, you look at the building, it's brick, and it's got like, it looks like it's got painted flowers on it. Across the street from the Enterprise Center? No, no, no. It's on off of 40 as you're well, going down. Well, that's 40. <laughs> well, it's on Clark. You can't see the Enterprise Center from 40. You certainly can. I never have. You're kidding me. It's like a block away. It might be a, like a thousand yards away from the highway. I know, but I can't ever see it from the highway. Because there's a, there's a, used to be a, well, there is a hotel and condo unit right there, kind of catty corner of the Enterprise Center. Some people park there for blues games. Well, this is further down than the Enterprise Center. I think it's closer to Kings Highway. You can't miss it. It looks like it's, the windows are, like, painted on. They don't even look like real windows. It I looks think like we're talking painted. about the same building. No, I don't know. I don't consider that downtown. Barnes Jewish Hospital. Is this guy real? It's from Dewey Augsburger. <laughs> I'm, I'm That's the middle of downtown. Idiot, that's Steve Wildwood. Where do you consider downtown ending? Well, Enterprise Center's downtown, isn't it? That's where it ends for me, Clark. Like that stretch. Well, like is the soccer stadium downtown? Union Station is that downtown? No, I don't think so. Why wouldn't it the be? The soccer stadium <laughs> and Union Station are downtown. That yeah. Okay, that's even farther west than the Enterprise Center. No. I don't need partners. Leather. I have my own capital. It's in the Warsaw Woods Wacko. Yelling at me for sticking up for you against Licks. <laughs> mm. Once you get to Jefferson, I think that's where downtown. I think Banavinner's where it stops. I think Soulard and Jefferson. That's the cutoff right there. So, like the Foundry, would that be downtown? I think that's the last part of it, right? Like I don't downtown west. Do they call that? Like when I'm at Barn Jewish, or I'm at if I'm at that terrible McDonald's, the worst McDonald's in America, there right off of Jefferson and 44. Oh, well, why will you go there if it's so bad? Well, I'm just saying that area. That to me is yeah. not downtown. No, that to I agree. me is St. Louis City. I consider yeah. that Midtown. We do have a Midtown, don't we? Yes, yeah, Central That's St. Louis U. Yeah. St. Louis U. Area. Yeah, I'm considering all that Midtown. 
It's not downtown. I'm with you. I, yeah, I live but off the of Kings Highway. Center and don't is feel definitely, like I live downtown. The Enterprise Center is definitely downtown. Once I get on 40 and I leave the stadium and I pass that <laughs> U-Haul building there where you can store building. stuff, uh, yeah. you store it. And you're done with 40. So downtown, with downtown. downtown's like five blocks. <laughs> yeah, our downtown's the smallest downtown in the America. Like yeah. Union Station isn't downtown to you? Emerson? To me it is. Yeah, to no. me it is. I Enterprise Center? Midtown. <laughs> to me it isn't. It not. isn't. Yeah, Enterprise definitely is not Midtown. My point is Beercast doesn't live downtown. <laughs> oh, if he's <laughs> on 40, 40 Kings Highway, I agree with you. That's not downtown. Agreed, yeah. That's Central West. Yeah, Kings love, Highway's not I downtown. I live off of 40 in Kings Highway, too, and I definitely don't live downtown. Uh, Orson Woods Wacko, who did not deploy his capital locally, uh, said, are we really arguing about where the dump, I mean downtown, starts? It's all one big pile of garbage. Oh. That's from the... Orson Woods Wacko. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that, that's, that's the conversation at the moment. I can confirm. Yeah. If you cannot see Enterprise Center from 40, then you should head over to Dr. Biondo. You <laughs> want to talk about smoke show employees. Boy, yeah. howdy. That's some KG and O-Town. And Doug, he'll be uh-huh. in tomorrow and Friday. I am All off. Right. Uh, now, do you remember that building? You know what that building is? Yeah, I park in that thing when I go to Blues games. It's right across the street from the Enterprise I Center. I thought it was on Kings Highway. It's definitely <laughs> downtown. <laughs> No, I still don't think it's downtown. It is. Can we just accept that our downtown will never be fun or good? Like, there'll be fun things to do, like the Putt Shack Foundry, but it's not like overall, like... The Putt Shack Foundry is great. I did yeah, that the other I, day. But I'm telling you, when I went to Milwaukee, I knew St. Louis would never be like that. Whole different Ever thing. again. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, you'll, they'll never be like that, especially with the current... Administration, there's just no way right. it's ever going to turn into. I don't that. know that you can say never because Detroit's making a huge comeback. It really is. So it, maybe not in our lifetimes, but it's possible that something could happen that would turn it around. Well, they have people that know what they're doing in those cities. What do we have? South, we have you ever been to South by Southwest in Austin? No. St. Louis has enough room to do that. What do they do? It's like three days of nothing but music. What is it? You're talking about a concert? South by Southwest, it's like 75 Huge. bands yeah. in three days. All right. And big names. I'm gonna, I think last year was, uh, two years ago, it was uh, Foo Fighters and just huge bands. St. Louis could do that. They have nobody that wants to do it, or nobody has the well, wherewithal to do it. They wouldn't do it downtown now, probably. Cause no, but there's so many venues you can have it. You can have different venues, and you can have... Uh, well, why don't you put it together? You're an impresario of some note. I don't have the money. The city goes, oh, we can get a... You know, a monster truck rally and a few country concerts. Good enough for me. I'm going to go embezzle some money real quick. <laughs> There's a Comic-Con in like eight <laughs> different cities. It used to be just in San Diego and California, the Comic-Con. Now there's Comic-Cons in Austin, they, Comic-Cons they had in that Nashville. Here once, right at the Dome. We had a furry convention here every year. Now we nice. don't. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I want, make, I want to make sure I heard this. We are really holding on to a putt-putt golf course to make us think St. Louis That's is it. fun. This is coming from Correct. a guy who lives in the hellhole that is Illinois. That's from Lance Painter. Doug, do you remember him? I do. I think, he had a, yeah. I think he gave a big home run in Who was he field. referring to? One of the texters, I guess? I don't know. None of us live in Illinois. I don't live in Illinois. I'm from I Illinois. I think Lance Painter is the Illinois resident. Oh. Oh, okay. I, would like, I would like more snow cone stands. Oh, you dude. think that's going to bring downtown back? A snow it's got cone. a family atmosphere about it. Oh, let's get a snow cone. There's two or three people walking up ordering a snow cone that costs a dollar and a half. That's not going to do anything. Well, if you had a snow cone stand, more people would buy them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Guys, Ken is located smack dab in the middle of a Venn diagram of dumb and confident. It's known as the power Hoosier vector. Is that what that's called? The I don't power know. Hoosier I don't vector? know. I'm unfamiliar with it. I'm not a Hoosier, so... <laughs> It's not when you're eating Dover Soul, you're not. It's by 14th Street by Enterprise, you moron. It's downtown. Idiot. That's from Beer Cats. This whole discussion came from (laughs) Beer Cats talking about moving Are you proud of that? Are you proud that you moved from Oakville to downtown St. Louis? Well, it's a big switch for him. Very small town. Why? He considered Oakville St. Louis anyway. Everybody should have moved to Afton. I know you got to be closer to Tangry Beach. can't afford it. Yeah, you want a million-dollar house in Afton, go for it. can't afford it. Uh, Mr. Licks is now focused on the Warson Woods Wacko's investments. So Warson Woods Wacko was invested in Kansas City. No surprise, he's stuck in Warson Woods. That's from Mr. Licks. Well, you're an idiot. Kansas City is a much better city than St. Louis. Watch it now. Watch it. Yeah, That's dude. a step too far. You want to go on balloon party? I drove points. through it on my way to and from, and I can guarantee you that that is way better than St. Louis. Watch it has yourself. Ever even dreamed <laughs> uh-huh. of? 
Our cityscape looks better. They got a bigger like population our, now than St. Louis. I think that St. Louis City looks better over a drone until you actually get in there and have human contact, yeah. and you go, oh, my God, <laughs> this is horrifying. Louis, Run for your life. Yeah, St. Louis City might be the worst city in America. St. Louis, oh, oh Louis has one of the worst skylines in the country. I won't hear See, that I, anymore. I, I'm a disagree. I thought it, I think ours is better than Kansas City or, like, it used to be. We got like, a, I we think got it the coolest good. monument There's buildings in the that aren't even turning on their lights anymore. Well, if the Millennium Hotel, like, yeah, I agree. Like, if some of those were actually not vacant and asbestos-ridden with, like, rat oh. the size of, like, cars, then, <laughs> yeah, maybe, like, I, I think it looks better. But, yeah, going through Kansas City and seeing how efficient it is and, like, businesses are booming with lines out the door. Yeah. St. Louis just ain't it, man. It just ain't it. It's I molasses, mean, man. How, how often have you been to Kansas City? Oh, a handful of times. Fair. I, I have not done like a weekend there or anything like that. So it is, I've been to different areas for several hours in the afternoon and evening, but I've never like really full gone and explored. I think it's a grass is greener on the other side kind of situation. I think if you live there, you'd feel a similar kind of way. Probably so. Yeah, you're probably right. Again, like I'm just saying when I have visited and like driving through there mainly, just you just feel like businesses are booming there well, yeah. in terms of actually having eateries and businesses downtown, don't directly downtown. Don't say eateries. That's what they are. Like no, it's I don't a variety hear Eateries hour. are hoteliers. Well, one thing that we have, and it's a credit to the people <laughs> who started it here recently, is uh, Illinois Recovery Center, the new premier inpatient substance abuse facility in Swansea, Illinois. When it comes to the disease of addiction, getting help should not be as difficult as it currently is. The Illinois Recovery Center's mission is to be the receiving hand in the community. When someone seeks help, the IRC delivers a comprehensive system of care that welcomes both the individual struggling and family alike. If you or someone you know wants to learn about the Illinois Recovery Center, please call 888-472-9559 or email info at IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. That's what you can do. And if you are looking to get a home, you can go to J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N. Dot com. JeffLotman.com. Yeah, he's been selling real estate in St. Louis for 22 years, and he can connect buyers and sellers across the globe. He has over $500 million in sales in the St. Louis area. It's Jeff Lotman, Lotman Realty, St. Louis Compass Realty, and he is a TMA listener. And if you are looking for a real estate agent to buy or sell, make sure you are welcoming with the sponsor, Jeff Lotman Realty, J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's right. That's where you're going to find mm -hmm. him. Jeff Lotman, Jeff Lotman Realty. Uh, send your emails in. We have this design air heating and cooling email of the day coming your way in about 20 minutes. JV Golf Coach is in the lead. He is... Uh, but it's it's controversial because Kevin Miller had a win, but then somebody named Fat Ho won yesterday. Oh yeah, and there is a theory that Fat Ho is Kevin Miller. Oh, I don't know. Why wouldn't Kevin Miller just write his name Kevin Miller? I can't answer that. Costing himself wins. Uh, I'm a girl who only likes boys. Also has a win, and Buck Swope also mm, has. Yeah. A win. Uh, and the winner today will win a pair of full road trip tickets to the factory's second annual beer festival. Brewski kicks uh, Get Your Music Fix this Sunday, August 13th from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. That is the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. If you do like downtown St. Louis, well, then you got to go to Maggie O'Brien's and uh, Eddie McVeigh. There you go. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you got Sunset Hills location. If you don't want to go to downtown, no, is, that, is that downtown? I guess that's right next to you. I would Station. say that downtown. Is right you consider Maggie O'Brien's downtown, or should yes. I say something yes. else? Because you can go to the you can go now to the soccer stadium right after. But that. it's further west than Enterprise Center. Well, it's just Maggie O'Brien's gets to be downtown. The other ones don't deserve to be there. Wow. Oh. <laughs> So, I don't know how it works anymore. <laughs> uh, Union Station is next to them. They uh, have catered parties for us. You can have Maggie O'Brien's cater with wings, toasted ravioli, and more. Eddie McVeigh just might be the best in the business. I mean, oh, he just might sure. be Mount Rushmore him? people. Even, right. I don't know if he would want to be. But he is, uh, he is one of my favorites, that's for sure. And he has the establishment in Sunset Hills and in downtown St. Louis or Midtown. I don't know that it's Midtown. You know what you're going to get when you get there? 
Yeah. Great food, great sure service. Family-owned and operated operation that's been there since the 1980s. It's Maggie O'Brien's perfect if you're going to a Cardinals game or a Doggies game. They have the tailgates. They have the shuttle taking to and from Bush Stadium. It is Maggie O'Brien. Sign up to be the TMA Listener of the Month, Milagro Tequila, TMASTL.com. Welcome to a brighter side of tequila with Milagro. And tee it up on the Ascension Charity Classic Tournament course a day after the PGA Tour Champions with me. And I'll show you some things that I do. I'll shape. I'll go, okay, you want me to go right to left? You want me to go left to right? You'll actually talk to the people? <sighs> I might have one of my agents out there that day. Yeah, maybe you could pass some notes or yeah, something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, like designs. Like, here's how he does it. Here's the ball striking. Uh, so sign up to be a part of that at the TMASTL app. You get to play Norwood, and I will be there probably just a few holes in front of you the whole time. Yeah, not not with them. Yeah, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want that. Yeah, no. Uh, designer heating and cooling email today. Coming your way in about fifteen minutes. And Jackson, and I get our asses ripped for an hour. Uh, Jackson, what do we have coming uh, up on uh, balloon party? We all know it's Wide Birth Wednesday. Wide oh. Birth Wednesday. We got nothing. And uh, so we'll have the little pills. World famous half and half. All the half and half, Doug. It's brought to you by Angry Beaver. That's right. Oh, yeah. you mentioned piddles. You get five dollars off any pizza. Nice. What about ketchup sales? <clears throat> you got ketchup is included. Oh, I didn't know if you, Jackson, got like a cut. Would you ever put ketchup on a pizza, like in any situation ever? Oh, well, some tomato sauce is similar to ketchup. Ketchup. Sometimes they'll make a cheeseburger pizza, and uh, they might have ketchup and mustard already on there. See, I put the mustard on a cheeseburger pizza. Not a bad play. (laughs) It it really is quite good. Kansas City and St. Louis are both cow towns. The rest of the country laughs at this quote-unquote rivalry between these cities. That's from the reluctant cuck. I didn't like that. I don't think the rest of the country is paying much attention. Go to Louisville, go to Indianapolis. I mean, you realize that we're Toledo. You think we're a cow town? And we're slowly moving towards worse than that. Oh, Oh, we're a cow town for sure. I mean, I don't know. If St. Louis had like a country club plaza, if they had a Westport... They had a 14th and Vine district. If they had things like that in St. Louis, it'd be better. We got businesses packing up and running to the county. I think that needs to be the first and top priority is yeah. seeing how to maybe lessen the tax for businesses to come and stay here so they don't move out to the county and just completely ruin the landscape. Nobody buying the building. They're all vacant now. Like, nobody is. And the biggest problem it. now is people think it's just unsafe. They're not going to hang out where someplace they think is unsafe. I know people that have stopped going to Cardinal games because they don't want to park and walk to the game. I haven't seen a street light in St. Louis in years. That's the main problem. You go out there at night, it's literally like you need like infrared goggles in order to see anything. Like, <laughs> like military-style Like goggles. you actually need to make the city safe to walk and not have yeah. any street lights. That's the first thing. One. You're not going to bring a lot of people or businesses back if people think it's unsafe. And it is unsafe. It is. I always felt safe in Maryland Heights. Now I've had a package stolen from my door. We had a neighbor's car was stolen last week. Yeah. My car was stolen. I didn't even miss work. I didn't like blink an eye. Go back to Peoria, <laughs> you Hoosier. Oh, sniffing hole. I didn't live in Peoria. No. I lived around it. It's easier to explain where I lived and bring in in Peoria. Yeah. But I lived in a very small farm hick town. So St. Louis is certainly a huge upgrade from that. I travel uh, for a living, not just drive through. There is no difference between Milwaukee, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, and St. Louis. You can cherry-pick areas anywhere and say they are better than St. Louis, but it would be disingenuous. And please somebody explain to Pepper and Jeannie what disingenuous means. Except Dave with the cauliflower. We spent the entire three days in Milwaukee literally going from, like, area to area downtown. And we uh, we hit everything in Milwaukee. We stayed in a hotel directly downtown Milwaukee. It's so much better than St. Louis. It's so much different than St. Louis, too. It's not It's not even close. The downtown areas the, are very different yeah, than what we have. I didn't go out to the county in Milwaukee, yeah. so I understand that. But when you're talking downtown city, if you say Milwaukee and St. Louis are the same, you just haven't been to Milwaukee. Yeah. You just haven't because they're, it's, not, it's night and day. Night and day. And I know what disingenuous means, but for what somebody that says I travel over the country and there's no difference between these cities, you're stupid. Oh, uh-oh. I've never been to Pittsburgh, but I can tell you from and what I'm Madison being said to me, it was amazing. But, um, yeah, I mean, 
downtown Kansas City, downtown Pittsburgh, downtown Milwaukee. You're going to compare them to downtown St. Louis and say they're all the same? <laughs> you just can't. There's so You're many not doing abandoned much. buildings. You must be closing your eyes when you drive. I guess we're going to find out if you can be a thriving metropolitan area without a thriving downtown. If you lived here your entire life, sometimes you're blind. to Like, I've lived here for 11 years, so I'm not from here. And so you kind of see the negative, but you also mm. see the positive. Some people just can't get past the fact that it's become really bad. And I live in the city. I've lived in, in the city my entire time here. It's gotten bad, man. Yeah. I love it, but it's not, like, improving. Love it or leave it, man. Love it or leave it. I would leave it, but I love the people here, and I love... I mean, I just have friends and family, and I don't want to leave, but it's not the city that's keeping me here, you know what I mean? It's the people So why don't you move here. to the county? Oh, that no, I'm not... No, I'm not doing that. Good deal on a home and <laughs> I feel like I would just... Put on my New Balance, my jean shorts, settle in and watch, you know, NCIS every night. Like I feel like really I was just, just moving lose. a few miles west. <laughs> I, yeah, maybe not. If you're talking, if you're talking Crestwood, that's one thing. Then St. Charles County, Jeffco, like well, that's 30, a whole other 40 30 minutes. minutes away. Yeah, I, I like the restaurant that the city provides. We're talking downtown, though. Again, well, like yeah. St. Louis City is Tower Grove, that area, the hills look so much different than going downtown. Yeah. I didn't think I needed to explain that. No, it was no. different in my parents' days. My parents' days, downtown was thriving. <laughs> right. You had speakeasies. You had gaslight Speakeasies? <laughs> How old were these people? <laughs> Hoover Town, Breadlines. Speakeasies. <laughs> horse and bucking, going to uh, bars. Uh, Saloons, I suppose you had. Oh, yeah, nice nightclubs down there. You know, you leave a ball game, just go a little bit west, and you can hit the usual and biggies, and everybody's hanging out there. Yeah. Well, you don't have to go back to the speakeasy days. You can go back to, like, the early 2000s, and it was still thriving. Speakeasy. I think they call them speakeasies. They didn't. Doing the Lindy Hop. Doug, we need to break. We have okay. to. Yeah. It's just we listen. I think we could probably go on HD two as long as we want, but the, the cutoff is this program, and it's called Balloon Party. And the big deal is today. Oh. It's a wide berth Wednesday. Okay, so you got nothing at all. Come <laughs> oh, so. on, join us, Doug. Like, you come hang out. <laughs> come on in, experience it. <laughs> Uh, so uh, then the designer heating and cooling email today is coming your way in about 10 minutes. This is the Ryan Kelly morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios.